What's up, sis? Welcome to We Got This Sis podcast, where the topics are real, raw, and transparent. Discovering truth about ourselves, understanding and accepting who we were, who we are now, and who we are becoming. So come on, sis, grab your drink, and let's ride this wave. And don't forget, we got this. Everyone in four pregnancies and in loss. Today, I'm here to share my story. Me and Keisha are going to be sitting here talking about my experiences, and you guys will be listening in. Hey, Keisha, how's it going? Hey, girl. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into this conversation. In August of 2019, I experienced pregnancy loss. It was one of the most devastating times of my life. Very traumatic experience. It was the day I lost my baby girl, Tyler Marie. Well, let me let me just start off by asking this question. Um, what made you decide now is the time to share your story? Well, when I was going through my difficult time, um, and because I, you know, shared my pregnancy on, you know, my social media pages, a lot of women reached out to me, you know, told me their stories, and it helped me get through some of those difficult moments. So I'm sharing mine in hopes that it will help you know, someone else that may have experienced something similar or, you know, in hopes that um, I can show others what God can do because of what he did for me. Mm, I so, love yeah. That. I love that. Look, well, let me ask you this. How far along were you? I was 20. I was 21 weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in my second trimester and I was halfway through. Okay. Um, another question. Did you experience any difficulties before this um, in this pregnancy? I didn't have any warning signs. Um, wow. Anything prior to I had two miscarriages. So when I found out about this pregnancy, I was really, really excited because I just didn't think it was easy for me to to get pregnant. So finding out about it was kind of like one of those moments where I was just I was just so happy, you know, so it was just, that was all that mattered in that moment. Yeah, I, I remember when I saw you and you first started showing, and I was like, oh my God, so cute. Um, <laughs> and you came over to the house, and it just, you know, you were just so beautiful in that moment, just seeing you glow. Um, so I, I was glad to experience that. Um, let's just go a little deeper, uh, if you if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk more now. So, um, well, when I found out that I was pregnant, you know, um, I was nervous, you know, at first. And then um, soon after, I waited like two or three days before I got my thoughts together, but I was ready to tell everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. I told all my family, my friends, I told Tyler's dad, mm-hmm. and it was just, I had a strategic way about how I was going about telling them. And I surprised every last one of them. So it was just a really good experience. Um, but leading up into the the time of when my water broke, that weekend I was doing a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked that wedding that full weekend. Um, I was able to take breaks and, you know, all that I needed to do. And um, I do remember feeling a little bit of back pain, but I just thought it was from, you know, standing up 
you know, right, and then right, sitting down right. and doing hair all day. Um, that evening, um, no, that next day, because it was a two-day wedding. Mm-hmm. So that next day, instead of staying another night, I decided to go ahead and drive home after we were done. Okay. So went home. Everything was fine. I was a little tired, so laid down. Um, my boyfriend at the time uh, met me at the house, and we was just watching a movie. Um so nothing unusual. Nothing, nothing unusual. I was relaxing, laying on the couch, and just nothing. Um, shortly after he left, mm-hmm. I got up to use the restroom, and that's when I noticed that there was this flow that was going down below that I just it just wasn't wouldn't stop. Mm-hmm. So I quickly phoned a friend, and they told me to quickly go to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I didn't call the ambulance or call anybody at that moment. I just grabbed my keys, threw on a dress, and jumped in a car. So you drove yourself? I drove myself. Okay. Did you phone anyone other than your friend? No. I tried to call Tyler's dad, Ty, but I couldn't get him. Mm -hmm. I think his phone, I couldn't remember what happened that night. I think he was either asleep, and um, I couldn't get in touch with him. So by the time I got to the hospital, I was still by myself. Um, One of my best friends met me there once I got checked in. Let me ask you this. I just want to pause for a moment, how did you feel in that moment? Did you think anything was happening? I, I was, honestly, I freaked out. I was just scared and shocked. I was shaking. I just, I didn't, I don't know, because like being that I had never been that far along in my pregnancy before, mm-hmm. um, I had never, I don't have any kids. I just didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that my water broke at the time that that what was going that. That was what happened to me. Wow. And so it was just very scary. And not even the nurses knew what to say to me. Wow. Yeah, I was literally standing at the desk just wet and stuff just flowing out of me. So, yeah, it was very traumatic. So so after then, did they check you in? They checked me in and um, they did say that um, I had lost a fluid mm-hmm. and um they didn't know why so they checked me in that day um I stayed overnight I think I stayed for like three days but um it really wasn't clear to me what was going on I just knew I lost fluid and I was then put on bed rest so you let me just recap so you signed in they checked you in you lost fluid they didn't give you any other details other than you lost fluid and dealing and just they want you on bed rest. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, well, the next morning the doctor came in and he had explained that this could go one or two ways. And he explained like the pros and the cons and me just being, you know, me. I'm like, oh, OK, well, we're good then because you didn't say anything like what's wrong now. So then I'm in the hospital. I'm in a good place. So we, we're good. We must be safe. Got so that's it. where my mind was. So you thought everything was good? I thought it was still fine. Okay, okay. And so, he didn't give you any indication of anything outside of? No, not at that time. Okay, okay, okay. So I stayed for three days. And because I was only 21 weeks, they wanted to wait to do anything and until I was 22 weeks. Okay. So they sent me back home on bed rest. They said that... Um, that my baby wouldn't be viable valuable until 22 weeks. Okay. So, yeah. Um, once I went home, uh, they said if I felt any discomfort then to just come in. Okay. 
So I went home. Well, I went to my mom's house. I stayed there on bed rest. And that was difficult because I had never been in a position where I had to depend on everybody else because I had to lay in bed. So um, that was that was very difficult. But I understood what was, you know, that I needed to. It was best for the baby to just be on bed rest. Um, I want to say it was that was a Wednesday and I want to say Saturday night. I started it was a cramp that I started feeling. It was very, very light. I didn't think it was much of nothing, but they said anything. So I just told my mom, I said, Mom, we got to go. I felt I felt a little cramp. And it was a good thing that I did go because when I got, soon as I got there and they checked me in, it got worse. Wow. Like really, really bad. And, you know, me just still not really understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like I think now I'm thinking that I was going through labor. Labor. And so I was having contractions. contractions. Yeah. Wow. Let me ask you something. So from Wednesday through Saturday, I think you said Saturday, mm-hmm. um, what happened? Did you not experience at that time? I know you were on bed rest. So did you not feel anything? I didn't feel anything. Wow. Anything. Um, And that was probably the worst feeling because I didn't feel her moving anymore. And so that's when I probably started to kind of worry. So... Uh, so you said something. I just want to make sure we're clear. So from that Wednesday, did you say Saturday or Sunday you went back to the hospital? Um, I went back Saturday night. Saturday night. So from that time on Wednesday, I guess my question was more so about discomfort, but that's when you stopped feeling her move. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that's something that I'm just now hearing. And so even though I didn't feel her move, I, I, I still had hope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like... He wouldn't have brought me this far just to kind of right. let me down now, right? right, right. And so, um, so yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, so now you're in the hospital. Um, they've, I guess, checked you in. Checked me in. They end up giving me some medication through my IV. Okay. And it had me kind of out of it. My mom was there. Me and my mom was there. And um, I just remember the pain being so bad. Like, I was just balled up and just, like, screaming. And so um, they end up giving me some pain medication or something through my IV. I don't really know what it was, um, but it knocked me out. So I was probably in and out of sleep, and the pain was very minimum then. Okay. And so still then that night, I didn't really know what was really going on until they said it was going to monitor me until the next day and my doctor came. Well, let me ask you something before you move on. Mm -hmm. So did they monitor the baby? They were that you know the the thing that I thought was really weird was they when every time they came to check the baby and stuff like they never really said anything to me, so I was and then I don't know if it was because of the medication I was in and out of sleep if they had I remember recently asking my mom did the nurses or doctors say anything to you while mm-hmm. I was out of it or anything and and she told me no so I just I don't know I wish they would have said more. Or it just kind of helped me understand more so that because it wasn't until um, the next day, uh, by this time, my whole family was up there. Ty was there. Um, and y'all, Ty is the baby daddy. Ty is my baby daddy. Yeah. But <laughs> before you talk about that, I just want to be clear. So while you were in the hospital and they medicated you, 
Um, did they put the monitor on your stomach so that they monitored the baby? No, it, they just did the, the little ultrasound that they normally do, but and they didn't that have. Was it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was just curious because I know typically when you go in, they put that They may have. I don't want to say, know. I just can't remember. remember. Like I said, the, the medication really had me in and in out, and out. Of, um, of sleep. And so, so no, yeah, no. I... I, I, I do remember them checking with the ultrasound a lot, but I, I can't remember if anything was um, on my stomach. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, but yeah, my whole family was there the next day. Uh, I remember being awake in and out of sleep and um, the, I think the nurses came in one time and said they were going to check you. And then they came back in with the doctor and then they wanted to check for, to see if I was dilating. Okay. And so they did that and I just remember like a few minutes later they were, they coming back in and they said that okay it's time for you to push. And I was like, "Wait, what?" And they was like, "It's time for you to push." I was like, "Wait, hold on, like nah, like kind of it, it was very I was very discombobulated before one. I have a huge family. I'm one of nine. Mm -hmm. So all my sibling was in there. I have 19 nieces and nephews. A yeah. host of them was in there. Wow. Um, my mom was there. And like I said, Ty was there. And I believe my uncles were there. And some of them were standing outside in the lobby because it was so many of us. And they came in while everyone was still there. And so I was just like. And they asked you to push with all the, the room filled. Filled with people. people. And I remember looking at Ty on the end. He was across from me in the room and he was against the wall. And I just remember saying, are you okay? And, you know, I immediately, it's almost like I just sucked it up and I just felt like, okay, let me focus. You okay? You know, like, and then I just felt like he wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you can leave, you know, and everybody else did. He left and my mom and my sister were there. Okay. And so they kept telling me that I had to push. And I was like, I don't even know what, I don't even know how to do what you're telling me to do. Right. right you know, right. like, what do you mean? And so it was just a very traumatic experience. I ended up having to push. Yeah. And the hardest part was like feeling her come out. Mm. And they immediately rushed her out. And I didn't see her until, um, uh, Probably like 45 minutes later, they asked me if I wanted them to bring her in. Like, it, it, it even t up until that point, it was just still not enough um, comfort or conversation between me and the nurses and the doctors because I wasn't even sure if I can touch her when they brought her in there. Like, I just wasn't aware, as aware as I should have been. Well, let me ask you this. Um, so you delivered her 45 minutes later. They brought her back. Did you know what at that time was she breathing? I mean, did you not know anything? I didn't know anything. I knew when they brought her to me that she wasn't. But I didn't know whether she came out not breathing or like because I just they just didn't tell me much. And if they did talk, I know they probably was using, you know, terminology that I didn't understand. And I went, you know. I don't know. It's just I was un I was too unaware to have gone through that experience. Wow. Yeah. That's that's unfortunate because mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm not saying that the doctors or the nurses dropped the ball, but I just feel like communication is so important, especially. I'm saying they dropped the ball. <laughs> but you know, um, just 
seeing her, I forgot about all of that, yeah. you know? And I think I forgot about a lot of things. It really just put things into perspective. Like this was the only thing that mattered for me, right. you know? Right. And so, so yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I know we're going to finish part two. Uh, there's going to be a part two of this. Mm -hmm. uh, but my, my final question, uh, I guess, in this segment is, um, or discussion point is, can you discuss uh, how you dealt with the grief, how you dealt with grieving? And I don't know if we really want to get really deep into that, but um, I know it was a process. It was a process. I try to break it down as best as I know how, because um, it's a lot to unpack. But um, I think I was in shock first, because um, I was just okay. Mm -hmm. I was too okay, you know. Um, but because I, when I first went home, I went to my mom's house, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be home, and so. It was just me at home, so that was hard too, mm -hmm. you know. Um, grief was really dark and lonely at first. Mm -hmm. um, it separated me from a lot of people. I was isolated. Um, I think the hardest part for me was feeling like I was going through it alone, mm -hmm. you know. Um, me and Tyler's dad at the time, we weren't con as connected as I would like us to be. Mm -hmm. And I think, I would like to think that a lot of that has to do with us grieving differently. Right. But um, that was probably the hardest part, you know, not having anyone to talk to about it or not even to just be comforted by somebody that, you know, the person that I actually went through this experience with. So that was hard, but I knew that, you know, we were grieving differently. So grief just brought a lot of, um, I don't know, pain, hurt, anger, um, insecurities. Mm -hmm. I was embarrassed. Wow. Um, so it, it, it brought up a lot of things that I didn't even know about myself. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was very difficult. Now, you said something, and I just want to clarify. It's not that you didn't have a system it's just maybe um your partner at the time wasn't there to be that shoulder for you to lean on so i right. just want to clarify that you did have a support system mm -hmm. we'll talk about that later right but you just didn't have the support from him that you did had. i desire yeah correct okay yeah okay i just wanted to clarify that mm -hmm. um okay Anything else you want to share on this segment? Well, I think I need a little break. <laughs> Let's take one, girl. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to another episode of We Got This Sis podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at Sharon underscore Janelle. And don't forget, We Got This Sis.